What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And boy, do we have a fun episode planned today for all of you guys and gals. Um, I'm not. I mean, you, you probably saw the title, so you're probably at least a little interested. But I'm not going to give it away just yet, because first we have um, a pretty exciting piece of news to discuss really quickly, and that is that there is, at the time of uh, the recording of this episode, um, on June the 10th, 2020, there is going to be, in the coming next few days, the announcement of a new Star Wars game, which is currently titled Project Maverick. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So... It's supposedly made by EA, um, oh, and this was just kidding. Well, I mean, Battlefront Battlefront Two turned out to be after a, a little bit of tweaking turned out to be a good game, um, at least in my opinion. But supposedly the image, the cover image, f- or some sort of a an icon for this game got leaked on the PlayStation Store, and um, it contains some X-Wings flying towards a Star Destroyer. Um, I have been unable currently to find a good picture so far, but um, that's what people are saying. And um, again, at the time of recording this, people are saying that it was supposed to be announced already, um, but that there's a potential that they are pushing it back to line up with EA's play event happening on the 18th. Um, But then there are people that are saying, that it will be announced prior to that. So regardless, at the time of the recording of this episode, in the, the next few days, we are supposed to be getting news of a brand new Star Wars game. Exciting. Which sounds like it's going to involve some X-Wings, I guess, and a Star Destroyer. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, interesting. If you type in a very different game. Yeah. What'd you say? Well, it would be a very different game than what we've been getting because it would be, if it's X Wings, then it might be just a, a flying starfighter, like cent- yeah. centered game. Which well, is, which is okay. I, I guess. loved, <laughs> yeah, I loved the Jedi Starfighter game back on the PlayStation Two. That was a good game. I liked that. Well, I don't know if either of you ever played that. No, no, that was before my time. Yeah, it was, but you're older than me. I was going to say, but then I also really enjoy the Starfighter mode on Battlefront 2 as well. So it's fun. It could be fun depending on what this is. So if you type in Star Wars, new Star Wars game uh, release date or whatever, nothing pops up except Star Wars shoes. So it's very, this must be very hush hush. Yep. Yeah, you. I think if you Google Star Wars Project Maverick, 
you'll begin to find some mm. other information. Um, yeah. But I do know for sure that we are getting something like we are getting some sort of information from EA about this in the next few days. Yeah, I did see something on YouTube, but that's about it. But yeah, cool. So that's exciting. I kind of hope got it's a new not game a, coming up, like a a flying game. Honestly, probably won't play it. But yeah, I mean, I loaned my uh, PS4 to my dad who, this is kind of cool, he really enjoys using Battlefront 2, like playing offline in like survival or like <laughs> playing against bots. Oh, that's dope. He loves doing that as a de-stressor. Dude, that's what's up. Because uh, he's, a, he's a clinical social worker, so he does a lot of counseling and like he comes home and he wants to de-stress and like kill things. decompress after. He needs to kill things. Yeah, well, that's, that's what he does. And it's fun because... Um, when, when I go over there and see him, you play together, we, we, we play together, yeah, but up. we don't play on opposite teams because you destroy he, him. He's I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he really enjoys it. Um, and you know, for those of you that have listened to the previous episode of empire radio, where we talk about our journeys with star Wars, he was the one who got me onto star Wars. So, um, that, that's always really cool to experience with him, but how old yeah, is your so dad? I only have a switch. Uh, he, oh, good Lord. I think he's 53. Hmm. Your dad's older than so, mine. Yeah. So he's, he's not old, but, um, he's not, you know, super, super young. So he's a cool guy though. Really cool guy. Um, but yeah, I only have a switch. So if this new game doesn't come out for switch, I won't be getting it regardless. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, but the the Skywalker Saga, the Lego Skywalker Saga game is coming out for Switch, and I am very excited about that. So I'm sure when they actually release a release date for that, we'll be covering that as well. Um, but then there was one other thing. We like to stick away from speculation normally, but there is speculation that the Obi-Wan series got pushed back. Um, we don't know if that's actually true, but that's kind of what the the murmurings are saying among the Star Wars community that it's been pushed back from 2021 to 2022, but it is still for sure in production right now. Um, but people are saying that because of COVID, the the scripting phase is taking much longer than it normally would, and that's why they're pushing it back. So. Well, and I feel like that's going to be most of everything that's coming out in all yeah. media that isn't already out. It's going to be delayed significantly until they can figure out if they're just going to like what? test everyone before they go into work or they're just going to start working from. And I assume a lot of them already are working from home together somehow. But Yeah. But it's just going to, a lot yeah, of I movies mean, are going to get delayed and a lot of stuff. So just. It is hard because everything outside of, you know, books, which can be done remotely fairly easily again i don't know for sure already from, got booked delays, you know, but, it, yeah i mean but it should be it i would imagine that would be easier than like producing a new show you know where you have to have people on set in close proximity with one another yeah. um but the problem is is like we're as everyone knows you know we're, we're stepping into this air quote new normal and people are still trying to, you know, really figure out what that means for everything. Yeah. So we'll see, but 
it is good to know that it's still in production because if they if they give up on that, oh lord, it's going to be very. I'm going to be very frustrated. But, anyways, boys, I think it's time to just dive in and tell everybody what we're going to be doing. So, uh, I'm excited that I get to use the Tie Fighter sound effect again. But we're about to transition over to the main portion of the episode. I love that. <laughs> Every time I get to hit that button, it's fun. Anyways, um, okay, so I'm really excited about this, and I'm really excited about this because we are taking a step into the now non-canon ex- expanded universe. And we will be for the next three episodes. So we're this episode is part one of a trilogy of episodes, and we are going to be covering something very interesting, and that is the Star Wars Infinities run of comics. Um, So I was actually on YouTube watching a channel called Mr. Sunday Movies. Shout out to them. They do some really fun stuff. And they actually covered, using three different YouTube episodes, covered um, discussions on these. And I actually, in all of my like research of the Expanded Universe, never knew these existed until uh, I heard it from them. So... I actually thought it would be a good idea to take that idea because neither one of you know what these are and go through and explain them and get your reactions in real time. So for those of you listening, this episode is going to be kind of me telling a story, but also a real-time reactions from Drew and Jeremiah. So it should be super fun. Um, so what the Star Wars Infinity uh, Infinity's comics are is they were done. They started in 2002, published by Dark Horse, which is interesting because the digital version that I purchased um, has Marvel on it. So I'm, I imagine that Marvel has republished this under the Legends grouping, um, you know, since their original publication. But uh, they are written by Chris Warner, Dave Land, and Adam Gallardo, and they're super fascinating because they take the original trilogy, A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, and they change one thing, one event, and then play the rest of the story out um, from that event changing. So, again, not canon, but we're about to we're about to get some some pretty interesting stuff um, as sort of an alternative timeline to the original trilogy. So today. We are going to be talking about um, an alternative version to A New Hope. So a question I have, though, is... Yes. With the change that happens in A New Hope, is that also still in the story when you get to Empire Strikes Back? Or is is it uh, each change separate no. from the other ones? That is correct. And you'll be able to, you'll be able to see... By the time we get done with this episode, you're going to see why. Um, so... Each one um, was technically four issues, so each movie, you know, air quote movie, is four issues uh, of one of these comics, Um, and it kind of plays out the story beginning from that change from there. So when we get to Empire, it's going to be a different change and a different story, and then the same thing with Return of the Jedi. Um, And and I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to get into this one because... I had forgotten how this version of A New Hope ends, 
and it's quite remarkable. It it's pretty epic. So, um, you guys excited? Yes, I'm. Yep. Cool. All right, so we're gonna dive in, and I want to read. Um, I want to read this initial first part because it kind of helps explain um, what's going on. But just know that while I'm reading this in the comic, there are different panels of shots from A New Hope. So we have, you know, like the Tainted Four running from the Star Destroyer, Princess Leia being caught, Luke getting the lightsaber, etc. But it reads, A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a war raged between oppressed and oppressor, between rebel and empire, between the guardians of peace and justice and the servants of darkness, a proud and noble tradition was passed on, uh, passed into the change of a new generation. Steadfast alliances were formed in this the crucible of war. In the dark heart of the universe, tiny islands of courage in a vast ocean of fear, like points of sparkling incandescent, piercing in incandescence, piercing a suffocating black shroud. Destinies are. Destinies fulfilled, destinies unfolding, events inevitably drawn into, this is really small, so I'm having to, I need to actually zoom this in, but events inexplicably drawn into a linchpin linchpin in time to a temporal fulcrum on which a specific future rises, a future birthed in one white hot uh, blinding moment, which that is specifically talking about the destruction of the first the the first Death Star. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sounded when like they're talking about the, the, the world. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Like literally, when you read a future birthed in one white hot blinding moment, it's the the Death Star exploding. Okay. Um, a future made, a future made, event by event, link by link, a living chain of action and reaction and change alter one event and a new future comes to be. So then we pick up the story and it's when Luke is doing the trench run. Um, And I'm going to see if I can zoom this in just a little bit before we like really get into this. I don't think it's going to work. Well, that's lame. It doesn't let me zoom. That's okay. All right, so Luke's doing the trench run. This is where the story's picking up. So we're, we're going through. R2 gets shot at. Um, Darth Vader gives his classic I have you now line. Han Solo comes out of nowhere, does the Yahoo thing, you know, gets Darth Vader knocked out of there. So Porkins is and dead then, at this point? Oh yeah, Porkins is dead. And here's the thing: that, that should have been we the just, alternate story where he survives, <laughs> and he he becomes the hero. Um, so here's Jeremiah. Here's the thing that I thought you would enjoy. This skips the entire <laughs> the entire first chunk of the movie, so yeah. you don't even have to deal with the the half that you think is trash. All right, this is already better. Okay. So it, it starts. Um, it starts with the a, a thing where it says Splinter a link and a new chain is forged. So it's insinuating that a new future is happening. And then it's got uh, Ben telling Luke to use the force, let go, uh, trust the force, all that stuff. 
blah, blah, blah. Well, the interesting thing is Luke doesn't turn off his targeting computer. And he shoots the proton torpedoes, and they go in. Except, wait for it, the Death Star doesn't explode. Dude, that's a big, a big plot twist. Yeah. So they're flying away. So you got the classic shot of them flying away in the X-Wing and the Falcon and the Y-Wings and whatever. And then Luke goes, they're, they're having a discussion him and Han, and he goes, wait a minute, why hasn't it? And then all of a sudden, Wedge, uh, he asks Wedge, he goes, Wedge, what? He goes, Luke, check your tactical readouts. Han says, I've got a bad feeling about this. And Luke finds out that one of the torpedoes detonated short of the reactor. Of course it did. So they didn't make it all the way to the reactor. They went in, but they exploded early. And then Wedge goes, it happens, Luke. Power fields, heat, faulty chip, programming error. You did your job, Luke. Whatever happens, the Rebellion owes you a debt of gratitude. Um, all of a sudden they look up and a massive squadron of TIE fighters are coming at them. So they're, they're like by the main moon of Yavin and TIE fighters are attacking and all of a sudden they just start getting destroyed. Like there's too many TIE fighters. The fighters start getting picked off and then it cuts to on the surface of Yavin four Leia's talking to general Dodonna and she's like, general, I don't understand. Um, the torpedoes detonated. And he goes, prematurely, your highness, I only hope enough damage was done to buy us some time. Um, he's like, you got to get out. You're the future of rebellion. Um, she's like, future? I've seen what that battle station can do, general. Uh, the rebellion has no future. So she, like, gives up completely. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's back. Han and Luke are flying around. He's like, Luke's like, we got to do something. We got to try to save. And then Han cuts him off. And he's like... Right now, the only re- uh, rebel you can save is yourself. Whatever happened, happens, kid. We're on our own. So they're flying around, and then you, we see Tarkin, and uh, in the Death Star, one of the guy, one of the Imperial officers goes Rebel base in range, and Tarkin goes begin f- begin firing sequence, um, and they say that the proton torpedoes that got into the vent caused extensive damage to the power grid. Um. So they, they won't be able to get up to full power in the same amount of time that they would normally be able to, right? Mm-hmm. And Tarkin goes, optimum functionality is hardly necessary to swat an insect, Lieutenant. You may fire when ready. So then they fire. And the rebel base gets hit. So you see it fire, and Luke begins to scream, no, and Leia, he's in his X-Wing, he looks horrified, and it fires... And then it hits the base, and there's a single cell of just everything exploding, like people getting thrown back and everything. But then the interesting thing is that C-3PO and a few of the people in the room that they were in, including Leia, were not killed because it wasn't full power. A ton of people just died, but not Leia and 3PO and a few other people. So, so far we've got Death Star didn't destroyed. Han and Luke are trying to fight for their lives in space. And the rebel base gets just Demolished. destroyed. Yeah. Um, so the residual effects of the blast have uh, disrupted communications. They can't get any reinforcements. Um, and they're trying, you know, they're like trying to make an effort to evacuate what they have left. And Tarkin's mad. He's like, 
I want full power to the weapon, divert from life support if necessary. Um, I won't have the emperor's triumph denied. And um, he says, uh, release every reserve fighter to intercept any fleet ships that may get off the moon. I want Lord Vader to lead the operation personally. Um, Don't let anything slip through. So then it goes back to Luke and Han, and they're not doing well at all. They're having a terrible time. Um, So Luke and Han are like, well, if we can slingshot around the, the moon, maybe we can get out and get the light speed and try to get away. Um, he's like, take the lead, Luke. We'll see if we can get some of the fighters off your tail. Um, and so they, they start to do this plan and there are a crap ton of tie fighters and they end up destroying a few and they start getting away. And then you begin to see, uh, Tarkin, inside the Death Star, and he's like, so an officer tells him, power's good to go. Basically, we can fire. And he says, the rebellion's stay of execution has been rescinded. Obliterate them. Dang. Um, so that's happening. There are a few, you know those ships that they they uh, use, the transport ships in Empire? The one that the ones that look kind of like, like elongated clamshells? Uh yeah, yeah 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 when they're when they're leaving Hoth mm-hmm. oh yeah so you see you see three of these and they're getting away he's like we we have been able to uh, establish communications with have we been able to uh, establish communications with the attack force and um, someone tells Leia negative uh, assuming any of them are well and C three PO pipes up classic C three PO and she's and he's like we're doomed Leia's about to tell him off. And then all of a sudden, Leia screams, "Brace for impact!" And you see the Death Star fl- firing on Lat on Yavin Four, and it destroys the planet. <gasps> Completely destroys the planet. No. No. So we have this situation where Luke and Han don't know anybody got away from the base, right? Leia and the General don't know don't know if anyone got uh, free from the fighter attack. And then now they're both seeing the planet being destroyed from their different perspectives. Um, so the ships were kind of damaged in the recoil, but then they get surrounded by the transport ships get surrounded by Vader and his TIE fighters. Um, he's like, consider yourselves prisoners of the empire. Um, so Luke Hans, like Luke, we got to go. We got to go. Wait, who like, got captured now? Uh, the general Leia and the transport ships. Oh, okay. So while they were trying to get away, they got hit with some of the debris from the planet, slowed them down. The ships weren't destroyed, but it gave the Empire enough time to like catch up with them. Yeah. So then Han's like, Luke, we got to get out. But he, Luke's not responding. And you see Luke, he is like completely horrified. And he's like, Luke, talk to me, buddy. And Luke says, they murdered them, murdered them all, murdered Leia. And then Han's like, Luke, what are you... And then all of a sudden, Luke like breaks away from Han and starts wrecking TIE fighters. Like in his anger, he just starts obliterating TIE fighters. Like so many of them. So then there's a shot, and this is this is crazy. There's a shot in the middle of this page where Luke is just outraged. Like it's he's got the super mad face, he's yelling, and half of his face is shrouded in darkness. 
and half of it's not and the face the side that's shrouded in darkness has a single red glowing eye so like half of his face looks really evil and you just see luke obliterating tie fighters and then you see this little bubble and he's like luke hear me luke and then luke goes ben and uh obi-wan says don't give in to your anger save yourself your destiny lies elsewhere so he snaps out of it but for a split second he gives into the dark side <laughs> right <laughs> because he's he's like mourning uh, supposedly like everyone he loves dying the empire just killed him right and then so they're working on get a, getting away there's a debris field from the planet and han's like we got to go through the debris field that's going to be the thing that's going to give us some some distance between the tie fighters and luke's like are you crazy and han's like yep of course i am so they do it and the tie fighters um are not as i guess the pilots aren't as skilled so they start getting destroyed so they get out and um right before no they jump to light speed so they get out and they jump to light speed then it cuts and the entire rebel leadership has been captured and Tarkin makes a little quip about nice of you to join us again, Princess Leia, you know, that whole thing. And that's when the first issue ends. So like the first issue of the four ends and pretty much the rebels been, the, the base has been destroyed. The planet has been destroyed and they're captured. So already this is definitely not going their way. Um, so we pick up with issue number two. So Han jumps out of light speed. He's at the rendezvous point. Luke hasn't made it yet, but Luke comes out. His X-Wing is like smoking. And he's like, Han, I've got to, I'm going to have to board the Falcon. Like prepare for me to get on there. My ship's not going to make it. So this is, this is when it starts to get even more interesting. So Luke gets onto the Falcon and they start talking. And um, he gets R2. R2's been pretty badly damaged and he's talking to Chewie and he's like, R2 spent a lot of time hooked into the Death Star computers. He might have something we can use. And Han's like, use? And Luke goes, to destroy the Death Star, uh, we've got to work. We've got our work cut out for us. And Han goes, to stay alive, you mean? That's our only mission from here on out. We gave our best shot, our only shot. The Rebellion's been called off, kid, and Luke just gets outraged. He's like, a lot of good people died fighting this fight, Ben, the princess, and Han's like, and I don't want my name added to the list, okay? I'm re I'm retired from the hero business. And Luke, like, jumps on him. And he's like, you think is this is funny? And then, like, they get into a fist fight in the, the chess room of the Millennium Falcon. It ends up, Han punches him, pretty much asks if he's nuts, and punches him into a wall, and Han goes, I'm not in the mood, okay, enough. And Luke goes, enough? We haven't even started and ignites his lightsaber. What the heck? Luke is going nuts. Yeah. So Luke is grieving, and all of a sudden, he's about, to, like, dude, Luke's about to kill Han. And Han, in the next cell, is, like, reaching for his blaster. So, like, they were potentially going to kill one another. <laughs> but... Ben, a force ghost of Ben, Kenobi, jumps in. He's like, Luke, don't give in to your anger. And Luke goes, Ben, and Han goes, Ben, are you nuts? Because he can't see uh, Obi-Wan's force ghost. Oh. Uh, so Obi-Wan says, your training is incomplete. Uh, now is when you're most vulnerable to influence. Go to the Dagobah system 
and Yoda, uh, find Yoda, the Jedi Master. Complete your training, Luke. You are our only hope. Um, so he apologizes to Han, and he's like, you got to take me to Dagobah. I got to find this Yoda, and I need to complete my training. So then they bring the Death Star to Coruscant. Um, and they take... Vader takes Princess Leia to the Emperor's Palace. So they captured Leia, takes uh, takes her to the Emperor's Palace. Um, let's see. Is the palace uh, the Jedi Temple? Yes, it is. So Vader says, with the rebellion vanquished, the Emperor's mood is one of magnanimity. Uh, or mag... Magnanimity, Sorry. Um, she says, I can't imagine a more sick, sickening display of hypocrisy because they're flying by and there's like imperial flags all over the buildings and stuff. Um, she says, though what the empire has not, what though what the empire has done to Coruscant comes close. Um, such a vulgar display of oppression and corruption suits the emperor well. And Vader goes, I'm certain the emperor will be interested to hear your views, princess. Uh, you soon may have the opportunity to express them to him personally. So he takes her in, uh, before the emperor. Uh, and the emperor's like, ah, Alderaan, a lovely world in its day. She goes, not so lovely that you didn't hesitate for a second to order its destruction and murder the murder of its people. And he goes, well, there is that. <laughs> he said, but then my vision is not clouded by sentiment. All is all is as I have foreseen it. And she goes, I foresee you don't have the courage to execute me yourself. And he goes, no, no, my dear, you are to live a long life, fed and housed and cared for like a family pet. Perhaps I am not without sentiment after all. And he says to Vader, take her away, uh, or to his guards, take her away and begin her obedience training. Ooh. I would speak with you. I would like to speak with you, my friend. Um, he says, I sense a disturbance within you, apprentice. The fruits of victory, have the fruits of victory softened your resolve? He says, no, my master. Is there a disturbance in the force I sense, but the source is unclear. He says, any such disturbance is now rendered meaningless. See to the princess. She will yet be of great value to us. Um, so they like, he orders them to keep Leia and basically begin like brainwashing her so it cuts back to Dagobah they land they find Master Yoda and the interesting thing is like he he still comes across as kind of like a crazy old guy but then Han it looks like uh we gotta like we're wasting our time uh we gotta find Yoda and Han's like you idiot can't you see this guy's Yoda he's been playing you from the start and, he, uh. and Luke is oblivious to it. He's like, what? Um, how can you know? And he's like, it takes a con man to know one. So <laughs> Yoda, Yoda's, Yoda's like, yeah, you're right. Because um, Ben even speaks to Luke and he's like, calm yourself, listen to Yoda. Um, and Yoda says, already steps have you taken on the dark path. If complete your training, you do not. A servant of evil will you become. Um so Yoda agrees to train him. Um, so then it cuts back to Princess Leia. She's looking out a window, um, you know, in the Imperial Palace out on Coruscant. Uh, 
and Vader comes in and he's like, may I have a moment of your time? And she's like, uh, why, pre- why pretend that I actually have a choice? And Vader gives 3PO back to her. And then he hand, uh, he orders a stormtrooper to take 3PO out for a quick moment. And he hands her Ben Kenobi's lightsaber. So I guess when he killed Ben Kenobi on the, on the Death Star that first time, he took the lightsaber, right? Mm-hmm. So he says, this is Obi-Wan's lightsaber, the weapon of a Jedi. I give it to you. She ignites it. And he goes, "You can fe- can you feel it? Not some cold blaster, but a living thing, an extension of the spirit, a servant of the will. And all of a sudden, she just attacks him. Like, she just goes for it. She's got the lightsaber. She tries to kill him. She's crying. And Vader's like, release your anger. It makes you powerful. And he says, powerful but not ready, because she gives up and extinguishes it. And she's like, ready to die. And she puts the lightsaber under her chin. She's going to ignite it and kill herself. What? And then Vader, Vader like swipes it away with the force. He's like, nope, <laughs> um, not doing that. But he said, you felt it, didn't you? Like a hidden voice, strength, uh, breathing, strength, breathing strength into your spirit. Uh, you have no idea what you can become, Leia. And then he leaves. So he like gives her the lightsaber just to test her to see if she has the force ability. And she does. Um, and then at this point it cuts back to Luke's, Luke's training. So, you know, he's doing flips. He's got Yoda on his back. Um, and then Han's like, all right, we need some, some parts for the Falcon and I'm getting really bored. So I'm just going to leave and go do some stuff. And, this is kind of a, of a moment where it's a parallel to what happened in Empire because Han's like, hey, do you want to go with me? And looks like I want to go. But Obi-Wan says, excuse me, he says, you were at, a, uh, at the same crossroad that Vader reached. Choose as he did, and his fate will become yours. Patience, Luke. Um, and Luke ends up saying, no, I'm going to stay. I'm going to finish my training. And Yoda says... Um, mark the moment well your first victory over the dark side this is but many more such battles there are to come so instead of like in Empire he goes to Bespin he stays this time right so then cuts to Leia again she's on a rooftop Vader comes out and they're talking he he tells 3PO to get lost again um and he says, the Emperor is dying, Leia. A new age is drawing for the galaxy. An age in which the vast resources at our disposal may be turned to bring about prosperity and wonders undreamed. Basically, he's like, I want you to help lead. And it's kind of implied that he's going to overthrow the Emperor, which is like classic Sith, right? Um. So goes back to Luke. They're by the the cave in in Dagobah, and Yoda tells him he needs to go in. He goes in. Vader shows up, and he kills. He cuts off Vader's head like he did in the vision in Empire. But instead, this time, instead of his face in the mask or in the helmet, it's Leia's. Oh, I like him. Mm-hmm. And then that is where issue number two ends. So, so far, just as a quick recap, um, we've got the Death Star doesn't blow up. The rebel leadership gets captured. 
Luke ends up on Dagobah training and actually begins to complete his training. And Leia uh, gets captured by the Empire, and Darth Vader is like Loki trying to groom her to be her apprentice. Be his be his his new apprentice, or like takes takes some sort of a leadership. Like he doesn't explicitly say it, um, but he's like, "Yo, I want I want your help." So so far, this has been interesting, and we're only halfway through. There's there's even more, and it it gets crazier. But speaking of crazy things, um, I just finished up right before filming this act, or it's not filming this, recording <laughs> this. I actually just finished up a cup of coffee from Wesley Andrews, and it was crazy good. How crazy to say that? Because I just got coffee from Wesley Andrews today. You can hear the ice. Yeah, you can hear. Here, wait, wait, wait for it. There's not a lot of ice left, but it's there. <laughs> Anyways, I figured this would be a good time to take an intermission break and hear from a word from our sponsor. So without further ado, check it out. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. While we're, yeah, you should totally do it. While we're on intermission, just want to say that Wesley Andrews Coffee has changed my life. How beautiful. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm kind of joking, but um, for those of you that are like, you know, I, I just, I really love Starbucks and I, like I make coffee at home, but I, I I drink coffee a lot from Starbucks and from Caribou, or like even going to I even go to one of my local spots quite regularly. Here's the thing: if you have the ability to make coffee at home, which most people do, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Even though you know there are preferred brewing methods, um, you know if you have the ability to do it at home, you just need to do this and save yourself some money because since doing this description, I've saved a crap ton of money. And it's also ruined my ability to enjoy most coffee from like 99% of all the other places that I normally would get coffee to if like, like I'm really in a hurry. So it's a testament to the flavor and the quality that you're getting with a subscription. So there's a little plug. But really quickly, uh, gentlemen, what are your thoughts so far? We're halfway through. Um, what are you guys thinking? Uh, I like it. I wish it was true sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think it would be a better a better story than what we got? I don't know about better, more interesting in some cases, but it could be only interesting because we're not used to it. Oh, All right, that's I mean. true. Um, I do really enjoy the fact that Vader captured Leia and is trying to 
throw Palpatine? Because we would think that he knows. I mean, I don't know because I haven't seen the rest of it. But I would think that she knows that he is um, his daughter already. That would be my... They they actually hit on that. Okay. But, I figured. Yeah. Maybe Jeremiah, you've been really... You've been really quiet, man. Well, what do you What do you think? Well, I, I think coming from the guy that said the first half of A New Hope is trash. What do you think? Well, I, I think that this the ending to the first book or whatever is is more of a modern ending to a movie because A New Hope it could have it ended with like a bow tie at the end and. If I'm not mistaken, like they weren't sure if they were going to make other Star Wars films after that, and so they they made it as if it was a one and done movie, just in case. Yeah, sure. But but this story way it would be like if it was made to, in modern time where it ends on that cliffhanger, and I think that that would have been more suited for today, which I think would be would be a great ending. And it is interesting because we don't, with all the, with much of the rebellion killed and destroyed, like, there's nothing left. And so how does the remnants of the rebellion recover from such a blow would be a cool, yeah, cool line. Like, I would, like, almost want to see this stuff, like, made into, like, a A fan film, an an animated film or something. Yeah, because like they're doing like, like uh, Marvel is doing the like the what if series eventually, and yeah, if things change, like it'd be cool if Star Wars did what if stuff like where they took like these old legend stories and say this is what would have happened if these things happened from the movies and they did anime because yeah. you couldn't do it live action because if you're changing a new hope you can't. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper to I do mean, animated to, than to do yeah. the de aging technology. But right, but even if they did, even if someone made a fan film of it, it'd be dope. Yeah, well, I can tell you two things. One, um, this does end this, you know, air quote version, new version of a new hope, does end the whole in what would be like the whole trilogy. Like hmm. we we see a definite end to many, if not all, of the characters by the end of this first kind of what if run um and then the second thing that i can promise you is that it only gets better <laughs> from here um in fact the, the ending of this is quite outrageous um and very unexpected um and also i think a little fan servicey but anyways we'll, we'll get to it um so we'll get back into it just as a recap uh last we saw Luke was doing the training and he cut off Vader's head like he did in Empire Strikes Back in the Force Vision and lay his helmets there or lay his faces in the helmet. So then it skips um, and it's they're on Ord Mantell and the they is Chewbacca and Han Solo and they're just kind of lying low. Um, they're waiting on someone to show up, I guess, to uh, sell them a part or give them a job or something. And then in the middle of the table in this cantina that they're in, um, it's like your classic like smugglers canteen and there's a bunch of people with guns and they look like 
smugglers and mercenaries and whatever. And then there's a little hologram, like a hollow screen, uh, four-sided hollow screen. It's like a little cube in the middle of their table. And you realize in the cell, it's Leia. Leia's standing on standing on something, and she's in the screen. And you you hear the audio from the hollow screen, and it's like on the fifth anniversary of the end of the rebellion. And Han's like, has it been five years, Chewie? Um, and so it's been five years since Han left Luke on Dagobah. Holy crap. And this whole, this whole, yeah. So they jump a, a significant amount. Um, and he goes, hope Luke's okay. And he goes, uh-oh. And two stormtroopers walk into the cantina. And then you hear some more of the audio. And it's like, and on the Imperial throne world of Coruscant, and then you turn the page, and it's just this massive parade with confetti and ATATs and ATSTs and like legion. I mean, it looks like, you know, like a Nazi war parade almost. Um, but Han's like look natural, and then it goes to uh, the audio fully from what they're showing. It's like celebrations are underway to commemorate another year of peace in the galaxy, and not only to celebrate the peace uh, and prosperity brought by the Empire, but to christen the formation of the new Imperial Senate. Um, senatorial delegations from across the galaxy have already begun to arrive. A number of senators took time from their busy schedules to review Imperial peacekeeping uh, forces. The delegate's host is the appointed senator from the Imperial throne world, formal rebel leader, Leia Organa. So... She's standing atop of like on like a balcony with a bunch of other imperial leaders, and she is the host of the delegation, the senatorial delegation, and the senator appointed for Coruscant. Huh. So she's a part of the empire now. Like she's got her hand up and everything. Like like low key kind of gives you some Nazi vibes Ooh. or like first order vibes from the Force Awakens. But Han and Chewie are like, what the heck? And then it continues, and it's like, earlier today, Senator Organa addressed the delegations and imperial officials on the eve of the new Senate's inaugural session. And she, she says, as you all know, I once led an, an ill-conceived violent insurrection against the Empire, a rebellion that cost the lives of many beings. Though I may never be able to forgive myself, the Empire has forgiven me. The war is over, but its wounds are still fresh. Now, the Empire's commitment must be to healing as greatly as it was to restoring order. The restoring of the Senate in the ultimate, uh, is the ultimate impression of the Empire's desire to bind the wounds of war. And she says, the Empire now has turned its mighty resources away from building the weapons of war to constructing a bridge to a future of limitless discovery and infinite potential. Long live the new empire. And Han's like, it is impossible. And he like screams, shut up and destroys the hologram screen on the table. <laughs> and then all of a sudden everybody's looking at him. And then they're like, if I'm not mistaken, that guy, like one of them is talking to a weak way pirate. And he's like, uh, if I'm not mistaken or drunk, that guy's that's solo. That's the guy. And he has a pretty big bounty. Um, of, pretty big bounty on his head from job of the hut so they look they they walk out he's like okay look we we've drawn too much attention to ourselves they walk out of the cantina and 
all of a sudden the bounty hunters begin chasing them. And then by them causing a scene, the stormtroopers get involved because they're like, what's going on? All of a sudden, everybody's shooting at one another, basically. So Han and Chewie still a speeder. They run into a speeder full of stormtroopers. Everything's going to hell. And then they find the Falcon. They get into the Falcon and they blast away. So essentially, it's typical Han and Chewie stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So they get out into space and all of a sudden, there's a Star Destroyer chasing them. A ton of TIE fighters chasing them. Um, and classic Han and Chewie, Han's like, we got to go to light speed, but the Falcon, like Chewie didn't repair something that he told Han he would on the Falcon. So it's like, you know, there's like little explosions and stuff in the, in the cockpit, but then they hit hyperspace, hyperspace and they get out of there. Um, and they're setting a course to Dagobah. So then we, we transition to Dagobah. Luke is in his return of the Jedi outfit and he's like Jedi Master Luke now. So he's floating. He's he's floating, um, sitting with his legs crossed, um, meditating in the Force. There's rocks floating all around him and stuff. So um, it's from like Ray in beginning of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes, but way cooler because it's Luke. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> and he's still on he's still on Dagobah. So he's on Dagobah. He's meditating. You can tell he's like gotten really powerful. And Yoda walks up and he's like, calm as your mind, your ally now is the force. Um, long has it taken you to learn patience, to quiet your, the anger in your spirit. Pleased I am. And he says, thank you, uh, but I am troubled, Master. The visions have returned stronger than before. And he says, the force speaks to you, Apprentice. Nearly complete is your training. Time it is to return to the cave. So he goes back to the cave. He hands Yoda his lightsaber. Um... And Yoda says, a lightsaber is not your only weapon. Leave them all behind. Um, on this, everything depends. And he goes, I will not fail you, Master. Goes into the cave. Vader shows up again. He doesn't use his lightsaber this time. He dodges Vader a few times. And then he gets hit with a vision. And this is really interesting. So there's a um, there's a shot of him in the middle of the page. And he looks like he's in pain. And then around him, um, you've got... So I'm going to go clockwise. You have Vader, Leia, Padme, Maul, young Anakin, Shmi Skywalker, young Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and then the Emperor. Shmi is So, there? yeah. What the heck? So they, they're all saying different things. So like Vader says, you have no idea what can yet become Leia. And Leia says, long live the Empire. And then Padme says, I care for you, Anakin. Maul says, at last we will have revenge. Young Anakin says, I'm not afraid. Shmi says, listen to your feelings, Annie. Obi-Wan says, you will become a Jedi, I promise. Qui-Gon says, I have encountered a virgence in the Force. And the Emperor says, all as is as I have foreseen it. And he goes, no. He shouts no and like breaks out of the vision. And he's there alone in the cave. Um, so he, he fights through it. And then someone says, excuse me, sir. And he turns around, Han's there. Um, so... One interesting thing, they start talking, and he's like, oh, I'm back here. It's been a while. Look, you're doing great. Uh, you like you've been doing good. And then there, there's a snake on Han's arm, and Luke tells him about it, and he's he pulls it off his arm, and he's like, it's just a little sna- a little old snake. Nothing to uh, Luke not bothering anybody, which I guess is like it's kind of a quip it to Indiana yeah, Jones. exactly. 
<laughs> so he's like, ah, it doesn't matter. He just throws it away. So there's like a throwaway little funny moment there. Yeah. Um, and he said, they're talking and he's like, I never thought I'd back. I can't believe I came back here. Yoda's like, your destinies are intertwined. And he's like, look, Luke, there's a reason I'm here. Um, Luke's like, I figured you didn't come all this way uh, for Yoda's stew. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Luke, Leia's alive. Some And Luke goes, somehow I knew. I've always felt her presence. And he's like, it ain't good. Um, she's serving the Empire on Coruscant. He's like, that's not possible. She can't be acting of her own accord. We have to leave now and get her out of there. He's like, look, I'm concerned about his Leia as the next guy, but waltzing into the Imperial throne world seems like a really bad idea. Um, and Yoda's like, right is your friend. Not ready for this, are you? And he's like, what? And he said, but master, I passed the trial in the cave. I've completed my training. And he's like, you must uh, go. You must, young Skywalker, but ready you are not. Not until you, uh, not until the full truth do you know. And so he kind of like pulls him away. Um, and basically he tells him that Vader's his father. Um, so they go off on their own. He's like, Vader's your dad. He's like, that's not possible. And then Yoda tells him and he's like, no, it's true. And Luke's like, how could you keep this from me? What uh, gives you the right and he said, the truth of your father would have only increased your impatience, your anger. Anger there is still within you. Fear was your father's path to the dark side. Unconquered, your anger will lead uh, your anger to this. Unconquered, your anger to the same destiny will take you. It all depends on you, Luke. You are the last of the Jedi Knights, the only hope to overcome the tyranny of the Empire. And then he's like, uh, but there's, there's one more thing. Leia is your sister. He's like, so Vader's your father. Here, here's here's some pretty big news. Also, surprise, Leia's your sister. And then he's like, why didn't... He's like, I kind of knew this because of the visions I was, ha- I was having. And he's like, Master, why didn't Obi-Wan tell me? And then Obi-Wan pops up. He's like, hey, I'm here from the Force. He's like, I wanted to tell you, uh, but the danger to her would have been, been too great. Vader, Anakin, never knew of her existence. I couldn't risk that knowledge falling into Vader's hands. Leia has the potential for great power in the Force, for good or evil. Her sadness and anger at the destruction of Alderaan pushed her at great risk, put her at great risk to fall to the dark side. Uh, Yoda says, Vader grows old. Many great wounds he has sustained. As the Emperor's successor, suitable he is not. All along, the Emperor has sought the son of Vader as his heir, but the daughter of Vader would serve just as well. Um, he's like, Luke's like, I don't know what to do. And Ben's like, yeah, just the force will tell you what to do. Um, <laughs> I wish I could help you further. It would be an honor to once again, to fight side by side with the true Jedi and the cause of justice, but I'm a horse ghost. <laughs> Remember the force is with you always. Um, Han goes, well, Yoda, I hope you don't, you won't be offended if we eat and run, but you and I, Chewie and I have pressing business. Well, nowhere at the moment, but you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then Yoda says something really funny. He's like, and oh me, you do for the food you have eaten. I'm thinking a ride in your vessel would be a fair exchange. So Yoda makes a little joke. Um, but he's like, Yoda's like, I'm going with you. So that's a, that's a pretty big deal. 
He says, besides, long has it been since I sat in the temple of the Jedi. Many fond memories I have of my days on Coruscant. Um, in, and then, so the next page, so Luke finishes his training, Han comes and picks him up, and then they leave to go to Coruscant to try to save Leia, just the two of them, or well, three of them with Chewie, and Yoda's like, I'm going with you. So then you see Coruscant, and it's like Coruscant, the Death Star's there, and then there's like, literally like 10 Super Star Destroyers, like the one from Return of the Jedi, a bunch of Star Destroyers, hundreds of TIE Fighters that are like completely occupying the moon, or uh, occupying the space outside of Coruscant. And it says, in conjunction with the Empire's um, recertification of the Senate comes an even more spectacular development. This is a quote. From this day forward, the seat of the government will travel throughout the empire so that all worlds will be true equals in the grand new empire. And to mark this bold step into a new future, the newly christened Justice Star. So it's not the Death Star anymore. This is the Justice Star. Oh. Kind of kind of funny. Will pass across the face of the Coruscant. They like literally <laughs> eclipse the Coruscant sun with the Death Star. Um He's like as a, a shining symbol of the new source of the galaxy, um, which whatever, you know, they just eclipsed the sun on Coruscant for a second with the new uh, Justice Star. But then it's Vader and Leia and they're in the old Jedi Council uh, chamber. And he's like, Vader or Leia is like a momentous day. Today, the galaxy changes forever. Peace, unity, order. And then Vader says, if only the Emperor had been well enough to be with us. And she says, perhaps it is just as well. And he says, in what way? She says, it is the dawn of a new era. The future should be built by those who will live in it. So she like kind of makes a remark at the emperor. Hmm. Um, she says, I have much to attend to. Lord Vader, we will speak again of this. Come 3PO. Uh, the emperor comes out and he's like, her ambition makes her, a pow- makes her powerful. I am pleased. And Vader says, I sense the disturbance in the force master. Um, he says, what you sense is the destiny I have put into motion the extinguishing of the, the Jedi flame. So they're flying up to, um, they, they come out of hyperspace and Yoda, they're talking and Yoda says, looking forward to the emperor's celebration. I am. And I was like, Oh, what is about to happen? So then that's when this first issue ends. So we are now entering the last chapter. So we, we see, them in space, there's like hundreds of Star Destroyers, the Death Star and Coruscant. Han goes, this is nuts. Um, you know, what What the heck? Why are we doing this? Um, so Yoda says, find which side of the Force is truly stronger we will. And cuts to the Emperor and Vader. Um, he's like, you summoned me, my, my master. Yes, Apprentice, your spirit is in turmoil. Have you in turmoil has your resolve begun to weaken he says this disturbance in the force grows stronger i cannot divine its source master he says surely you must have sensed the answer by now as i am i am disappointed i hope your faculties will be keener when your son arrives so emperor palpatine just told vader that he has a son so up until this point vader vader hasn't figured it out so they get caught in a tractor beam. They go into the Death Star or the whatever star it is now. And they touch down and they're like, 
uh, go to docking bay seven. You're going to be boarded. We're going to check you guys out. So then they're coming down the gangplank of the Falcon and, uh, Luke goes, master, are you sure of this? I feel like I should go with you. And Yoda goes, no other way there is Luke among, uh, along different paths lie our destinies. Nearing the end, I am a teacher. Long I have been. Remember, Luke, remember the cave and do not underestimate the uh, Vader or the Emperor. But the fourth, the force, um, but with the force as an ally, prevail you can. Um, he sends R2 with Master Yoda to take care of him. Um, so they're coming down and they meet stormtroopers and Yoda basically Jedi mind tricks them. It's kind of funny. Um, he goes, pleased I am to see you for this meeting. I thank you. Uh, ex- expect us does expects us does Admiral Tarkin. And then the stormtrooper repeats it. And he's like important business we have. And he repeats it again. And he says, uh, the ship is cleared for departure. So he like gets them to let the Falcon go. Dude, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, enjoy your stay. And he gets the stormtrooper to say, enjoy your stay. And he's like, uh, would you like an escort? Uh, he says, no, thank you. A surprise I wish my visit to be. So he, he literally gets the Death Star to let the Falcon go towards Coruscant. So Yoda's on the Death Star now, heading towards Tarkin and Han and Luke. Um, are flying towards Coruscant and Luke's like, something's wrong. My presence here is endangering the mission. They know I'm coming. It's kind of like the Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. moment. So they get out and they split up. They go to the palace and they split up and Luke's like, if I'm not back by this time, you guys need to leave me. You know, that whole, that sort of a thing. Um, and Chewie flies off with the Falcon and leaves them behind. He's like, look, if I'm not back, Han, get in the Falcon with Chewie, just leave me. Um, so then it cuts to Tarkin and, um, someone says your shuttle is prepared to leave at your convenience, Admiral. And he's like, fine. And then someone says, Admiral, and he turns around and he says, how dare you enter my quarters without, and he goes, uh, and Yoda goes a long time. It has been much younger, uh, were we in the days of the Republic important. You have become sufficient payment for your soul. I would hope. A tour of your vessel I deserve. A demonstration of its power I would see. So then Han and Luke are walking around in the palace. And all of a sudden, some Imperial Guards show up. And guess what? What? They have double-sided red lightsabers. What? Yeah. So the the Imperial Guards that we know, they look exactly the same. Except they have double-sided red lightsabers. Blue uh, Luke's lightsaber is blue, by the way. He doesn't have a green one. It's blue. Um, so they start fighting, and Luke is just destroying them left and right. Han uh, Han is is having trouble. Like his blaster gets cut, and he finds himself in a moment where he's about to die. And Luke uh, force grabs one of the double-bladed lightsabers. And then ignites it and throws it at the two guards in front of Han and tells Han to, to drop and cuts the two guards in half with the, each sides of the lightsaber. Fun. Mm. It, yeah. So they keep fighting, and then there's one guard that knocks Luke over, and he's about to strike him down with a lightsaber. And all of a sudden, a red lightsaber blade goes straight through the guard's chest. And it's Han. He picked up the lightsaber and stabbed the guard in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they kill them all. And then they run into 3PO, and he's like, come quick. Uh, we've got to go. Something's wrong. Um, 
Han makes a quip. He said, I wonder if he's shut up since the last time we saw him. And then they open the, this door and you see Leia and she's like, Luke, I've waited so long. And he's like, Leia, he ignites his lightsaber and then he's standing on the floor and then there's like a flight of stairs and Vader, the Emperor and Leia are standing at the top and the Emperor starts talking. He's like, destiny has brought you to this moment, Jedi, a destiny I've crafted over many years, your weapon, Lord Vader. And he gets Vader's lightsaber from Vader and, um, the Emperor says, you have seen firsthand the futility and waste of the Rebellion. Okay. The Rebellion as destined to fail, uh, to failure as the Jedi were for extinction. The Princess has come to see the truth in this, a truth which she will give you an ample uh, instruction. And she ignites Vader's lightsaber. So she's about to attack Luke with Vader's lightsaber. And then Luke's like, you're wasting your breath, Excellency. Nothing you can say will make me ever fight my sister and she's like sister question mark she looks she looks really shocked and the emperor's like don't you see princess and luke says uh search your feelings leia you will find the truth there and then emperor says jedi lies he will stop at nothing to destroy the peace we've built and he says but i will not have you struck down unarmed skywalker and all of a sudden, C three PO pulls out a blaster and like holds it to Han's head. Huh? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, C three C three PO, whatever his programming is, like all of a sudden he's holding Han hostage. <laughs> and the Emperor's like, "You will fight Jedi, or your pirate friend will die." And Han's like, "Pirate? Who are you calling a pirate?" And he, you know, <laughs> he starts saying something, but C three PO pulls his arm in tighter, and Luke's like, "Don't do this, Leia." And she's like, "Defend yourself." And Darth Vader, you see Darth Vader, he's like, my daughter? And then the Emperor goes, I'm surprised you could not see it, Apprentice. She has the Skywalker fire. And all of a sudden, she starts um, she starts fighting with Luke. They're in a lightsaber duel. And then it, it transitions to the Death Star. And uh, someone says, Commander, I'm reading another surge of power. I'm reading a surge of power from the battle station. And then all of a sudden, the Death Star destroys the Super Star Destroyer. It just fires on the Super Star Destroyer, destroys it. Kind of accident, and Yoda goes, but... no. Yoda says, a most impressive toy, Admiral, intended uh, for this use. It was not. Hmm? And there are people outside of the door, a locked door, and they're like, Admiral, what is, we're locked out of the control systems. And Yoda goes, more of the station's capabilities I wish to see. And then it goes back to uh luke and leia they're fighting and the emperor's like good good the survivor will be a great asset and then someone says your excellency and you look up in the screen and there's a bunch of imperial officers just in sheer panic and he's like excellency it is and there's some static disaster of static attacking the static and then all of a sudden he says repeat the death star is attacking the fleet the death star is my god it's and then like you see this this cell and just star destroyers are being blown up left and right like it's chaos so the death star is just firing on all of the death uh, the star destroyers and so the emperor says get me admiral tarkin do you hear me and he says he's talking to vader and he says vader and then leia says fight harder and luke says listen to your feelings leia what do they tell you um 
I can feel conflict within you, Leia. There, and she goes, there is no... And then she says, Luke. Um, and Vader says, Master. She says, Father. Back to him. And the Emperor says, you fool, your feelings have betrayed you and me. And then Luke says, Leia is a Skywalker, like our father, like the noble line of Jedi stretching over a thousand generations. It's over, Emperor. So then, all of a sudden, Emperor's like, so be it. Force lightning. Boom. And he hits um, Leia and Luke, kind of similarly to the last or the Return of the Jedi, but it's Luke and Leia. And it's Leia that yells out, Father. And then all of a sudden, Vader jumps in and starts wrestling with the Emperor like he does in Return of the Jedi. But he says, go, my children, go to Luke and Leia. Um, And then Luke's like, Leia, we got to get out of here. And Han, like, smacks 3PO up against a wall. And they're like, no, we got to bring 3PO with us. Um, Han has to carry the droid. And then all of a sudden, they're fighting their way out. So Luke and Leia are, like, cutting up people with their lightsabers. Okay. (laughs) This is when it gets kind of crazy. So the Emperor is standing there over Vader. He's like, you fool, did you really think this would change anything? And then all of a sudden, over a speaker, you you see life is change, your excellency. And he turns around, and Yoda's on the screen. He's like, Yoda, uh, well, you've been a you've had a busy day. Don't think your little mission will deter me or this empire. Uh, your pitiful powers are nothing compared to the dark side. And he, Yoda goes, save your fleet. The dark side did not. <laughs> <laughs> And then the Emperor goes, by now the Death Star's weapon systems have been disabled from my troops. It's only a matter of time before you and your uh, young charges are in my custody. Why delay the inevitable? Come down here and face me, Jedi. And then Yoda goes, coming to see you, I am, now. So it cuts, and uh, Han's there, and Chewie's like, or he goes, Chewie, uh, come in, Chewie, where are you? We need to get out of here. And then he looks up, and he's like, uh, guys... And then they go, it's the Death Star. Was this part of the plan? And he's like, this wasn't part of the plan. Yoda crashes the Death Star into Coruscant. What? Okay, so I'm just going to let that sink in for a second. Yeah, but that was so many people got killed then. Innocent yeah, people. but Yoda crashes, literally crashes the Death Star down on top of Palpatine. So when he's like... In in a, in a on a previous page, he's like uh, coming to see you. I am now. It meant that he was taking over the Death Star yeah. and flying it straight down. Well, he had already like Jedi mind trick Tarkin into firing for him. Yeah, but he piloted the Death Star literally into the surface of Coruscant and killed a bunch of innocent people. <laughs> yeah, dude, yes, millions of people are oh dead. My gosh. Like, all the people in the Death Star, and then everyone within, like, a, a thousand-mile radius of where the Death Star fell. Like, they're they're dead. The Basically, the Empire is gone. Wait, so did Yoda die, too? Oh, yeah. Yoda piloted the Death Star into the cor- into Coruscant. Dang, bro. Dude, he, he straight up drops the Death Star onto the Emperor. So did everyone die? Every, I mean, no. Well, so you see the Falcon flying away. And he's like, Han says, man, that's some light show. And Luke goes, the Force will be ma- with you, Master, always. <laughs> Did Leia die so, or is Leia with them? No, Leia's with them. So then it, it, it transitions and they're on Naboo and there's a part that says, 
and many difficult years have passed since the fall of the Empire, years of sacrifice, pain, and healing. And then Leia's standing up there, kind of the way they did at the end of episode one. Um, uh, she says, I am humbled by this honor you have bestowed upon me, and as Chancellor of the New Republic, I hope to return your trust with the same commitment you have all shown to bring peace and justice to the galaxy. Han goes, Luke, did you frisk C-3PO before the ceremony? <laughs> and C-3PO goes, please, Captain Solo, you were, you're well aware that the Empire's awful programs have all been purged from my systems. Um, and then R2 beeps, and he, Luke goes, you mean that, R2? And then C-3PO goes, R2, how? And apparently they copied his memories and put it into into the Falcon's computer and like put it into a new body. So it's like R2 2.0. Oh. And then the last thing you see are Anakin, Yoda, and Obi-Wan is Force Ghost smiling at Luke, and then it ends. Wow. <laughs> so Yoda yeah. did it all. <laughs> Talk about intense. That's why I said the ending is crazy, but it's kind of fan servicey because it's like he he dropped the Death Star into like just destroyed the Emperor and then millions of other people. And Yoda did it. No one else. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yoda 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 was the one who told them to to pilot the Death Star into the Coruscant. That's awesome. See why yeah, why so, did he just use the Death Star to shoot the Emperor rather yeah, than because because that's not the whole planet. Or was that no? Yeah, that's not as that's that's not as cool. Nope, it's not as cool. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the easy way out, but then we wouldn't have Yoda dropping the Death Star <laughs> into the surface of Coruscant. I kind of want to picture, like, see pictures of this. That's dope. Yeah. So that's like literally the Death Star doesn't blow up. So is the next like? series that we're about to do that's from empire on into the end as well yes gotcha so this this next this next one is starts with empire and it starts when uh luke is out riding his tauntaun on hoth okay so but for all of you listeners who are like, oh man, I wonder where they're going to change in that. You're just going to have to wait until next week. And also, I don't, when, I'm not going to make my Tauntaun joke. You might have to next week. I, oh, true. You might have to. Might have. I mean, I'm ready for it. I've got the sound for it. <laughs> so. Oh man, so that was a wild ride. So Death Star doesn't blow up. Leia gets captured and brainwashed. Luke finishes his training and becomes a Jedi Master. They end up having to fight a little bit at the end. And then Vader still saves him after realizing that he has children. And then the Emperor gets demolished. Demolished. Yeah. So the, the one thing I, I didn't like was that Leia turned good so quickly at the yeah, end. Yeah. I kind of I kind of like evil Leia. Well, I don't think she was ever truly evil. You know, but she was. Well, she like, was Vader's apprentice, basically. Well, think about it. There was always a part of Vader in Return of the Jedi, as we know, that was still good, and Luke brought that out of him. Sure, but she was literally standing there with her hand up. You think it was just brainwash, or was it? I don't know. Or was it on purpose? But Luke broke through, and he's like, "You're my sister," and she's like, "What?" 
I'm your sister. And then I guess that was enough to persuade her. Yeah. Because she searched her feelings and she found it to be true. And then Darth Darth Vader was like, go, my children, which that was that was heartwarming. That's true. It's like, hey, I'm your dad that killed millions of people and brought tyranny to the galaxy and that you also never got to experience as a father figure, but I'm going to do this one last thing and try to save you. But then he died too. Interesting. He definitely died. If the lightning didn't kill him, he for sure died when the Death Star <laughs> hit Coruscant. So true. I liked it. So I think it was a very interesting take. Um, like Jeremiah said, I would like to see this as like a an anime or like not anime, like a cartoon or whatever. Like I think it would be really cool to to see. Yeah. Well, Dave Filoni, if you're listening to this, John Favreau, if you're listening to this, you know what to do. We give you permission. Yep. Yeah, it's and, and we'll, a, we'll it's fully fund it ourselves. Uh, 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 you can uh, do that yourself because <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, I I love this concept of like, hey, let's change one thing, and just go a completely different way with it and so i i'm glad you guys enjoyed it because uh hearing about these for the first time and then reading it like it's it's really fun you just you guys just have to promise me that you won't go look up the other two before we oh, record I oh i won't okay yeah. good well, well jeremiah never reads read, so yeah but it's good the next one has a, a pretty big twist in it too all right all right so it's one that like you probably won't see coming, but it like well, happens right at. I didn't see any of the things you were saying today coming. So, True. yeah, who would have thought that Yoda was going to freaking pilot the Death Star into the planet? <laughs> well, I didn't even see that the Death Star didn't blow up. That was pretty cool. What? Like, I I didn't like foresee that being the beginning of the story. Oh, right, 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 right. Like yeah. Was out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was a really cool take that they waited until the the very end of the movie. Like everything in a new hope happened exactly the same way, unfortunately for Jeremiah. And then <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and then the torpedoes don't blow up. It was cool because like um they could have made it to where Luke just like missed. Yeah, but, but I really like it. that he still made it. But the interesting thing, the difference there is that he didn't use the force; he used his targeting computer, which I didn't like. And that so, part. I'm wondering if the force was the thing that guided the torpedoes down without blowing up the first time. Well, yeah, that's that was the whole whole point. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that was the whole point. So, what have we learned next time you're shooting proton torpedoes? Use, use the force. Yep. Always so. use the force. So, did you guys enjoy it? Yeah, yeah I, I liked it a lot. It was pretty cool. It was fun. Yeah. So, so uh, the next two are just as good. Um, so, stick around, everyone listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it was like I said, it was kind of like story time, and also getting some commentary at the same time. But yeah, so come back next week. We're going to be doing the same thing. Um, so if you don't like my voice, I'm sorry. There's really not an alternative. But 
uh, come back next week and we'll be doing an alternate version of Empire Strikes Back. Um, so feel free to go below this podcast episode, click the link to leave us a voice message and tell us what you thought. Tell us if you liked it. Tell if it's, tell us if you like um, us taking a little bit of a step into the expanded universe or if you don't, you're like, no, you should keep it canon, you dummies. <laughs> um, either way, we, need, we, we really invite the criticism um, because we want to get better. But all I have to say is the next two episodes are going to be really fun. So make sure you come back. Make sure you check us out on the social medias. And uh, Drew or Jeremiah, whoever wants to say it, where can they find us? Uh, on facebook.com slash Empire Radio Podcast. And same for uh, Instagram at Empire Radio Podcast. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And... If you're like, well, I'm all caught up on Empire Radio um, and I don't have anything to listen to between now and next week when the episode comes out. Oh, you definitely do. Surprise, you do. Because we have two other podcasts uh, in the Empire Radio family. Drew, tell them about that. Yeah, so you can go over and just type in wherever you're listening to this right now. Just go up to the search bar and type in the Mandalorian podcast. Because we are the Mandalorian podcast. Also, you can do the same with Clone Wars Saved. So, if you finished the last season of Clone Wars and you want to like more detail, um, take tear down of every episode, um, there's that over there at um, Clone Wars Saved, and it's just us going through everything. And the same with the Mandalorian season one. Um, we went through every single episode bit by bit, bite by bite, and just tore all that stuff apart and went over it pretty good. And we're also currently going over on the Mandalorian podcast, um, the Star Wars, what is it? Disney Star Wars Gallery of the Mandalorian. So they're going through and they're talking about how they made and um, produced the Mandalorian, the show. And we're going through that as well and talking about what we thought about every episode that they're doing. So this week will be episode seven, and then there's one more after that. And that will wrap up that series as well. So it's pretty exciting. There's always content to listen to. So don't feel like, oh, I finished Empire and I have nothing else to do because you have some work to do. You got to catch up. So. Of of course, yeah. So if if you're someone that likes uh, movie commentary, you're gonna love the other two podcasts because that's basically we just commentate on the episodes. Uh, we talk about them, um, and uh, yeah, you should go listen to all three of the Empire Radio Family podcasts because it helps us out. Um, there are links uh, under each of the episodes to support us as well financially if you see fit. That would definitely help us continue to produce videos or not videos uh recordings podcast recordings and who knows maybe videos in the future we we may may or may not have some things in the works but uh yeah that would be awesome but make sure you subscribe to all three of the podcasts to make sure uh you know when episodes are coming out um and they happen weekly so there's always something coming your way star wars related um so if you like what we're doing you are very much in luck Oh, that was a cat. <laughs> that was my cat. <laughs> and uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a really cute cat named Cheeto, and he just made a guest appearance. And doesn't he and have he his own uh, Instagram as well? He does. <laughs> it's uh, at cat named Cheeto on Instagram. All He's right. really cute. <laughs> uh, but 
anyways, he likes to he likes to wake up from naps and then come yell at me to tell him that he's awake or tell me that he's awake. So, anyways, uh, on that note, this has been another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you always. always.